What's up, Yankee fans? It's your girl Iris here with another episode recapping your favorite team, my favorite team, Yankees at Houston. Make sure to follow my social media accounts, Twitter, last single digits, my other Twitter account, which is Yanks Next Man Up, and my Instagram, Yanks Next Man Up. were some changes to the ALCS roster and let's begin with Hicks which I thought the plan was to have Hicks in center field for defense Guardy and left but Boone said with the short wall in left field Maben was going to replace Staten in left and Hicks role was going to evolve during the course of the series I say if he's on the roster now he should be used now for a late inning replacement Maven is nowhere near Hicks' level in the outfield. Yanks have missed it. He also mentioned how he likes Gardy, the way he's played in the outfield, which I agree with, but nobody plays defense in the outfield like Hicks. Like, let's be real. Just let out their lineup for tonight, and news actually came out that Staten had a quad strain. The MRI revealed strain which sucks because the injuring bug has followed the Yankees into the playoffs if the Yankees can avoid using Hicks tonight that'll be great and plus the off day tomorrow that is the best case scenario for him hopefully he'll be good to go by Tuesday but you know with these kind of things you're just not sure but games have to be played and Yankees have battled through all this all season long with different players. It's the next man up this time. Maven started in left tonight. Hicks is your late inning replacement. Aaron Boone said part of the reason why they didn't start Aaron Hicks tonight is because they didn't want him to see Justin Verlander in his first game since August 3rd, which is fair. It's his first game back. As for Voight being left off the roster, I definitely feel for the guy because he's played such a big part of the Yankees offense this year. He's come up with a lot of clutch hits. He's made some decent plays at first base. Unfortunately, he called off at the end of the season, and you can't go wrong with Edwin at DH and DJ LeMahieu at first. After all, he is the Yankees MVP, and... He actually plays a good first base. I mean, if you take the time to watch him at first, he's he seems like he's really comfortable out there. Obviously, uh, Voight was disappointed, but I love his attitude about the whole thing, staying prepared, mentioning that anything can happen. So he's going to stay prepared, and, and that's just what the Yankees need. Uh, I love that CC made the roster. I was happy about that. I trust him in a big situation over Lions. And unfortunately, uh, CC wasn't healthy enough to pitch in the ALDS. He was having a shoulder issue. But hopefully, he's good to go out of the pen this time. Buster actually tweeted out today how Sabathia is still adjusting to a warm-up routine required to work out of the bullpen. He's gotten his routine to where he needs just 11 pitches to be ready. And you couldn't expect anything more from a veteran like CC. Yankees had enough flexibility to leave Wade off the roster. They have Maven with the speed, and DJ can always move around the infield. So that was 13 pitchers, 12 position players. Prior to the game, uh, the Yankees actually made some uh, lineup changes. They actually moved Torres up to the number three hole. 
And he actually belongs in the number three hall because he's the best all-around hitter in that lineup. And Didi and Guardi also moved down to the lineup, which I had no problem with. So through the first three innings, the Yankees could not get through to Granke. They actually hit the balls really hard, but just as somebody. And it actually took up to the fourth inning when the Yankees drew first blood. Gleyber Torres came through with a clutch, big RBI double to give the Yankees a 1-0 lead. That was so important to get the momentum on our side in their home. The crowd wasn't as rowdy. The Yankee fans at home were, and you can definitely feel that from home. With that said and done, Glaber Torres became the youngest Yankee in franchise history with five extra base hits, four doubles, and a home run in a single postseason. And if you think of all the Yankee greats, what an accomplishment for this 22-year-old in the brightest lights of New York. But to do it on Astros territory... Man, that's impressive. He's actually didn't score again until the sixth inning. And what do you know? More offense by, you guessed it, Glaber freaking Torres. He's definitely, he definitely made a big statement out in Astros territory. And it's, soon it's going to just become Glaber territory. He hit a solo shot to make it 2-0. This kid is unreal. The bigger the stage, the better he performs. He's cool. He's calm. He's collected. He's very clutch. That's Glaber Torres for you. Staten worked another count full. He also homered. That made it 3-0 Yankees. And I warned y'all that I mentioned how I couldn't wait for Big G to go off because slowly but surely, he was coming alive. It's just too bad for the injury that he took and hopefully it doesn't delay him for too long because he is a a big threat in that lineup still waiting for a couple of other hitters to come out of their slump but it'll come guess who knocked in two more runs in the seventh glaber freaking torres the yankees were in business when they hit back to back to back singles the bases were juiced for gt and he was actually down in the count one to two. He worked the count full. He singled in Didi and DJ to make it 5 0 Yankees. The Yankees certainly took advantage in game one, coming out swinging for the fences. Judge even had a moment with Torres, and he actually put his arm around him. And what Judge told him was, You know how special you are? How special you can be? I couldn't agree more. The way that Torres gets to a lot of different pitches, up in the zone, down in the zone. He waits for his favorite cookie and does not miss him. And the fact that he's a great person off the field too makes him even more likable. He's patted the lead in the ninth inning. Ursula hit a solo bomb. The Yankees were up by six at the time. That was his first home run for him in the series. And let me tell you, if he can keep it going this series, what a difference maker Ursula can be. We've seen what he can do all year long. Now, with runners at the corners with one out, Torres, who went 3 for 5 this game, 22 years old, 303 days, is the youngest Yankee ever with 5 RBI in a postseason game on his RBI ground out. The Yankees took a 7-0 lead at the time. And in fact, the last Yankee to have five RBI was Robinson Cano. 
<clears throat> excuse me, game one of the AODS versus Tigers on 9-30-2011. Overall, the Yankees hit uh, 13 hits and 39 at-bats. And here's a great stat by Fox. The Yankees have been averaging 164 pitches seen this postseason. That just goes to show you how potent this Yankee offense is, top to bottom. To the Yankees pitching. Yankees pitchers have a 1.75 ERA. In 36 innings pitch, they've allowed 25 hits, 7 earned runs, they've walked 13 batters, struck out 41, and only allowed four home runs this postseason, which is insane because opposing batters are just three for 29, and that's a 103 batting average, which is crazy. The Yankees were also on top of their games, avoiding Astros stealing signs. They kept changing the signs all game long. We've seen Gary touch his wrist and Tanaka look into his hat. Tanaka was masterful tonight. He was definitely matching Granky, putting up zeros, but Granky just couldn't up with uh, keep up with Tanaka. Tanaka is just an absolute animal in the playoffs. He threw everything out there and had everything working for him from the fastballs to the sliders to the splitters, change-ups, curveballs, and he kept pinpointing all night long. Tanaka now has the third lowest postseason ERA of all time. Minimum seven starts, which is insane. He showed a lot of poise out there to come in with a hostile environment like Houston and to shut these guys down in game one with the offense like the Astros. Man, you just got to tip your hat to him. What an insane throw by Judge, by the way, in the bottom of the fifth inning who caught a ball out in right and and what a perfect pick by DJ LeMahieu to get that cocky Bregman out on a double play. That right there was game-changing, erasing what Houston tried to build off. The Yankees have been playing great defense this playoff series, and I can't wait to see them play even more, you know, come up with more plays. It's like the playoff Yankees are different animals themselves compared to the regular season when it comes to, to defense. I mean, even Judge said himself this season was spring training, and these are the real games. DJ even made another spectacular scoop in the bottom of the seven. A review was needed, but the call was overturned and the Yankees got him out. Overall, stellar defense by DJ LeMahieu. The final line for Tanaka was six innings. He allowed a hit, struck off four, walked the batter. He only threw 68 pitches, 40 of, 45 of them were for strikes, and I felt like he could have got one more, but, uh, you know, it just seems like the Yankees were saving him for game four. The bullpen did record the last nine outs between Aravino, Britton, and Lowe, who all pitched scoreless innings. Now, magic number down to seven more games. Hodge actually tweeted out that teams that take a 1-0 lead in the ALCS have gone 30-19 all-time. So the Yankees are going the right, down the right path.
Now it's game two tonight, Paxton versus Verlander. Wow, it's a tough task. It's not like they haven't got to him before. Just got to go out with the pitch, follow the good ones, and that's easier said than done, but it's not impossible. Now you can leave your feedback via email, social media, or you can leave a voice note on Anchor. Stay tuned for the next episode, and go Yankees!